Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we're doing a weird topic because uh, I got obsessed with a video game and was like, hey guys, I know we don't do games, but I think this game would work for a podcast. And everyone agreed because we didn't have any other topic ideas. Ready? Out of ideas. Out of I No, <laughs> we're not out of ideas. Just no one had one ready for this week. And yes. I was like, I have one, but it's not really. So this is a non-traditional episode. We're going to be covering the game Endling, mm-hmm. which does anyone actually know what the term Endling comes from? No. Okay, well, uh, the game itself, its full name is... Sounds sad. It is. Um, the game itself's full title is Inling Extinction is Forever, so yeah. that sets the tone for the game we're talking about. Yeah. I yeah. thought it said Eviction is it's Forever. forever also you know. another sad thing. <laughs> That's not necessarily true, though. Mm. We can provide housing. class you're in. Well... Okay, so what an inling is, because this is a term that's not just a made-up name for a game, it is the last known individual of a species or subspecies. Oh, Once God. the inling dies, the species, the species becomes extinct. Mm. Are we implying that these foxes are the last? Yes. Oh, God. The main character are foxes. The main character are cute foxes. This got makes them. it even worse. Yeah. Um, this is a game where you're basically playing through the end of the world in some ways. Yeah, I was getting that feeling from the trailer you just showed us. Yes. So, while I really like this game, I can also very much understand why someone would not want to play this game. It yeah, is I haven't played it. Not a happy... It, it has... Based on what you just said, I don't know. I think it has a message of hope in a way because part of the game... Okay, so the game itself, I'm just going to give a quick summary so people understand what we're talking about. It is a game where you play a mama fox and you're taking care of your four uh, fox babies. And you have to... It's a survival game, so you have a certain meter that you have to keep full by feeding them. You have to keep them from being taken out by predators. You have to keep yourself from dying... And you go from night to night. Also, early on in the game, there is a event that happens where one of your kits gets stolen by a human. And so part of the progression of the game is you're following its since stories to find out the ending. Uh, to find the, the last kit. But it also follows the story of the person who took it, which has interesting interweavings for the game. Now, why I think uh, this game actually does fit our podcast theming of general interest in animals, um, it is, one, it's telling the story uh, from the perspective of animals, which actually does it really, really well. Um, I personally, so there's the UR, or user interface menu system that you interact with during the game is actually very, very, like, there's very little words in this game. This is something the creators talked about doing, was they wanted, when they created a fox character, they didn't want a fox pulling levers, pushing buttons to solve puzzles. Mm -hmm. So they wanted it to kind of be 
like you would be as a wild animal. And I think they do a really good job of putting you in that mindset in the way they do the game mechanics and the interface itself doesn't really have any words. Like you go into the menu and you're not checking your skills. Like at the beginning of a day, you can see where your cub skills are because you're also teaching your cubs different things. Mm-hmm. But its its menus are very minimalistic. The only um, menu, which is kind of funny, and there's a splash. They'll do, like, loading spaces and give you, like, player tips. You do have a map. And it's like, if you're lost, get your map. And it has, like, the mama fox looking at a piece of paper on the ground. That's adorable. Oh, my gosh. But uh, it makes no sense. It makes adorable. no sense. It's like the one thing where they're like, we got to give these people a map. We can't That's just. That's fair. Yeah. Th- this is a game. This is a game. <laughs> In the end. I mean... Let's make her smooth out the map. (laughs) You don't do it every time you open. It's just like a loading thing. They're like, check the map. And it's just like a a box. It's like, yes. That's your main interface is you can check your map to see where you are if you get lost. Because I will say, like, there's been a couple times where I'm, like, looking for pathing. Where does she store it? Where did I... I need to go back to the factory. Where's the factory again? How can I go... Oh, this area is, has the the fur, so I need to stay away from the fur so I don't get myself killed again. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, if they are the last foxes, they're already doomed because uh, they're all related. So that's a problem. That's why it's in the league. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, as, as we learned from Star Trek, you need... A large, large. A fairly large sample of people. Yeah, to you need build genetic a... diversity. Yeah. yeah. Because they would not be healthy even if they were able to continue procreating. She just put a lady and a dude. And, no. You know, no, it's no. not how that's going to work. No. Yeah, and, and they're kids because they're animals, so they would. So, but, um, it's not, a, not healthy. Obviously, the main message behind this game is about uh, the environmental disaster brought upon by humans, but specifically corporations. What? Yeah, I know, because it is their fault. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Individual humans, especially ones that don't have any means, do not have much control over this shit. Yeah, yeah. and I think they portray they can't that. always vote with their dollar like everyone keeps chanting. Yes. And the voting doesn't even... But it, it's also just the society right we set up, and it's it just is. Yeah. So... That's the system it's built from uh, very early on. That's if you're in the U.S. anyway, mm-hmm. that's how it works. That's the system working. <laughs> As I'm sure uh, a lot of, you know, even if you're not in the U.S., you're probably well aware Yeah, yeah. about how it works over here. So the main corporation, they don't have a lot of text, but there is a couple of texts. Like, uh, it's called Care Corp is what the name of the corporation that at least that I've gone through. I see, like the big sign in the background. What it's a nice always name. Mm, it's a good name for a, a scary corporation that's uh-huh. deforesting. We care. Sure you do. Yes. Um, okay. We can't be evil. We're CareCorp. Mm-hmm. We're CareCorp. We, we're here for you. Um, it's like Google's do no evil, but... Yeah. That's also like... It, it sounds exactly <laughs> like the kind of naming that like um, evangelical Christian groups choose, mm-hmm. where they sound really... Uh, you know, not horrible. Mm-hmm. And then right. they, they are, though. The Salvation... Well, the, I was going to say the Salvation Army, but I guess I'm mostly saying that as army a, in the name, so yeah, never mind. I'm saying that mostly from the perspective of, you know, as a queer person. Uh, yeah. Because these are not good. <laughs> they're not good. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So, 
you get a lot about what's going on in the human world from context of environmental context because um, as Mama Fox, you're not really that concerned with what's going on with humans other than moving and moving to keep in an area with food. Not being killed by them. Not being killed by them. Um, but So the game starts off, you're running through a forest on fire. And you're just dodging and running and trying to find a, a way out of basically the fiery forest. And there's even little sections you can miss that give you a little bit of environmental storytelling. Like you're in some sort of nationally protected park. And it has like spray paint over it. And it had like a collection of endangered species. And they have like X's through all the species. Oh my God. Except for they had one over the fox because you're the last fox. And they didn't have one over a badger, but they had one over everything else. And that sign eventually gets destroyed as you're, like, checking your way back. Um, but something that you think, oh, it's just, like, a forest fire that might naturally happen. If you look on, like, if you walk further, a pa like, past an interaction point where you climb up, mm -hmm. you actually see people with flamethrowers setting it on fire because they're raising the ground in order to build up this corporation. Wow, so they're just, like, super evil. Yeah, yeah, this is, like, set... Carecore. Carecore. Literally murdering the forest. And uh, something else you notice from all the human characters in the game, they're all wearing, like, gas masks, or they have, like, certain, like, deformations. Some of them have, like, mechanical arms, and... So it's that kind of post-apocalyptic. It's that it's it's not even end-stage end capitalism. capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like they're kind of surviving, but it's the last. Like there's a spray spray sign where it says your grandchild's already dead. Oh mm. shit! Like it, it's that sort of thing. So I think that, that's not a message to the future people in the game. That's no. the message to us. Yeah, it's it's a very <laughs> like in oh, in my opinion, God. it's a very thoughtful. <laughs> The way they add messages and add layerings, because here's the thing. I played through this game twice in the course of, like, a week. Mm -hmm. This game is, like, four, maybe five hours long. And the first time I played through it, I really, like, it made me feel like a scared animal. Because there oh, was a couple shoot. of times where I got hurt in certain areas or anytime I approach uh, like the factory setting I'm like oh factory bad I'm just going to stay away from factory mm -hmm. I'm just going to go there when I have to go there and otherwise I'm going to stay in this area because there's plenty of food there's berries and then I'm just not going to approach the humans and like as you get pushed further and further into human territory I became a little bit more comfortable getting that but it really like it was like the way they caused the interactions in the game, it really did have that influence of, oh, I get how skittish animals might be. Like, it, right, it, because you don't know. Yeah, and that's one of the really cool things about games, and I think the creators did a really good job of that, is putting you, because the idea, like, Turning games into movies and TV shows, that's cool and all, but the whole point and one of the things that makes games so... Oh, it's very different from just watching. Yes. Extremely you're, different. You're interacting, you're making choices, you're getting in the mindset, you're fucking up, you're, mm. you're in that spot, and it... It does it in such a way that we, they do a good job making you scared and weak. Because there's, like, a couple humans early on who I got caught and I just, like, did the little, like, quick, little, little smashy button and I got away. And that was fine. I'm like, okay. So anytime I get grabbed, I'll just, like, do smashy button and run away. I got caught by someone else with a weapon. I did smashy button. I got merch real bad. 
Oh, jeez. I just got, like, I got, like, thrown to the ground. They had an axe, and it was like, and there's, like, horrifying sounds to, like, get used. Like, ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, um, so my first playthrough really put me, I, I, like, felt small. I felt the, I was frightened to go anywhere near humans. Um, with the way the combat was, I did not want to get into fights ever. So I kept to very safe paths, and I was like, okay, I'm comfortable here. I'm going to only move when I have to move, and then I'm going to be very cautious and concerned. And there's a few human characters who you can safely interact with and who will give you food, but it, like, even made me nervous over that. Right. Even, um, there's a badger yeah, in the it's game. it's hard to know which, yeah. no, which go ones ahead. are, I was just saying, it's hard to know which humans are okay. Yeah. And yeah. which ones are going to murder you horribly. Yeah. Because you have to give them a little leeway for them to show you whether they mean well they might or not. murder you. Yeah. 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 So there's a badger you meet early on in the game, and she is blocking a pathway and some food. And Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, I, I'm getting flashbacks to Pokemon. So. Yeah. But I like. Freaking, what, what was it called? Uh, Pokemon? Yeah, the tree. Pseudo-Wudo? Pseudo-Wudo! Pseudo-Wudo, the <laughs> fighting-type rock-type that's not a tree? Yep. Nope. Okay. It's like, oh, oh where you're interacting. blocking my path. Yeah. And it, then you can't get past it for eternity until you finally figure out how to get... Get the know. spray bottle. Yeah. Get the watering can and water it, because it's a rock-type and not really a plant. Yep. Yep. Um... Yeah, so this does do, like, barrier gatekeeping in that way, and, like, I was following a trail path to find the story of my missing kit, mm -hmm. and I ran into the badger in, like, a, a animal trap, and mm -hmm. I free her, and she's gone, but, uh, and then that pathway's clear. Later in the game, I did see her walking another path, and instead of interacting with her, because I was like, oh, I'm just not messing with her, I, like, moved on and, like, left that area. And I just didn't come back. The thing is, there's actually two endings of the game. One ending is where you... What I had walked away from the second time was actually helping her retrieve her missing baby. Oh. I can't believe you left her baby to die like that. I did You're do such that. such a monster. Didn't I didn't know. And because of the way they set it up, I was already in fear of, like interacting with things so i was like okay well i mean it's um, also a badger it's just a badger yeah. it's like oh well, well you're not just i mean badgers are yeah strong i don't know i've never been a fan of hufflepuffs wow <laughs> hi <laughs> i guess i'll leave now get out of your own house <laughs> okay uh someone else do the episode here's All my right. notes good All luck right. good <laughs> you. uh okay but like in my second playthrough, I, because of coming to the ending, and I will actually, when we hit a point where I'm talking about the actual ending, I'll give a spoiler warning in case someone wants to play the game and not be spoiled. They can just jump off and come back later. Right. But um, the second time I played through, I knew kind of more what I was expecting from the game, so I did a lot more exploration. I also, because I was so cautious and stayed away from some areas... Not my, my kits didn't learn all the skills. They like I had one kit who only knew the jumping skills that they all learned. I had right. two who had figured stuff out. So I was like, oh, I need to explore more areas. I need to be a little less cautious because I knew what the ending was going to be. So I wasn't as scared like walking through. So the second time I was a lot more brave. And I also didn't get worried that the scent trail was going to like disappear the next day because the, the storyline scent trail, like it, it kind of, like, scents don't last forever, and I'm like, oh, 
okay, I need to follow this anytime it appears. Actually, you have a few days because it's also the main gate. It's the thing that keeps you gated through the game. So they right. can't just have you not do it because then you won't be able to move through the game. Yeah. Right. So understanding that more allowed me a lot more, like, freedom and oh, but that was also like metagaming I was still like frightened and scared but I got to see more of the story because I wasn't as hesitant mm-hmm. and worried about getting killed or getting my kits killed because that's another thing if you don't get enough food this only happened in my first playthrough but um, I was trying to push through finding the kit scent and then I realized I didn't know the area and I'm like oh we need food and I start looking around for food I can't find food and then what happens is one of your uh, babies starts, like, they have a meter that starts draining. Oh, and if you don't gosh. get food before that meter drains, that little baby will kick it. Yep. Yep. I immediately would reset the game if I fucked up that way. I will say I'm not, like, a You're true... You're not going like, to play the game with one dead baby? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, all the babies are surviving. I can handle a lot. I'm like, mm, power off, turn it back on, reload from the day before. Because that's another thing. If you fuck up and you get killed, you just reload from the day before. If, you're, yeah. if your kids get killed, that's just saved. That's just what goes on yeah, through the game. Say, are you rebooting your whole computer? No, by rebooting, I mean the Switch. I played this on Switch. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know, it's pretty ingenious because it did actually portray um, the animal. I feel like it really did portray the point of view of an animal. And, like, uh, this, I'm going to make another statement, which is, mm-hmm. so another imp- big cute animal game that's really popular right now is Stray. I'm going to, caveat, I have not played Stray. I have heard a lot about Stray. I've listened to people talk about the gameplay and the mechanics. So this is all me regurgitating things other people have said. So take that with a grain of salt. But um, that game is a very good game. Like, you get to be a kitty cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's, like, a puzzle where you, like, walk through your, like, a can of paint and you track paws and that distracts someone to follow you. So it's, like, it does do cat-like habits. But the point, like, part of the story of the game is you're a cat who got separated from its family in this robot city. You're trying to get out of the robot city, and so you're working with a robot. So it's kind of like that's the guide and point of it. So while it's a very good game um, being a cute cat solving puzzles, it doesn't, in my opinion, not in my opinion, in other people's opinions who I have heard from, it doesn't necessarily, like, the, this cat is mo- not necessarily motivated for its own will in all the Like, this isn't a game that is motivated by a cat. Like, you don't just have, like, a cat will lose interest and, like, wander off. Right. Right. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. But this game really does do the point of view of they're not just doing cute foxes. They're trying to make you feel like what would you feel like as a fox in this really, like... Yeah. Horrible place. Horrible, dying world. Mm -hmm. And I think they do it well. And one of the reasons they picked a red fox, which is the type of fox you are, is because foxes are actually very adaptable uh, in city life. Okay. They're uh, ones that can really manage well in an urban environment. And so the point they chose was if foxes are in danger, this is how bad it is. If they can't even survive Mm. in urban urban environments with the humans, this is how bad this is. Yeah. Right. So... um, that was something I wanted to point out. Um, foxes are great. Yeah, no, foxes are great, and I think... They're not a threat to your dog or your cat. 
They so just if you wanna, see them, don't worry. Yeah, foxes won't hurt anything. They just want to eat their food and go. They might be a threat to your chickens. I will say. Yeah, that's yeah. I no, still they want your chickens. I did yeah. kill a bunch of fucking chickens in this game. <laughs> I was like, you did what you had to for your kids. Meat like fresh meat that gives you a huge boost on the meter. Yeah. Mm. Fish that was uh, fish were pretty prevalent for a while, and then they started dumping things. Uh, so how they tell the story about what's going on with the humans? Because I think they treat the humans also very well. Is uh, most of the individual humans are being exploited. Like, um, of course they are. The, That's how it would work. I'm vaguely mm-hmm. gonna touch on this. This isn't too spoilery because you kind of figure out like this in a couple of little sent chapters. But the um, main uh, antagonist of the game, the guy who took your kids. Yeah. The reason he took his your kid is he has a child who is ill. Oh. And that's so stealing forest babies now because they can sell for a lot oh, because no. he needs medicine for her. And you kind of, as you're tracking your kit, you're seeing his struggles of trying to keep his kit alive. Mm-hmm. So that is something I found very fascinating because I'm like, Oh, this monster, he stole my thing. And then like the more you're like, Oh, okay. I see you're desperate too. Yeah, And they do these interesting environmental storytellings <clears throat> that you can miss certain parts. Like, there's the singer who travels to the world. I mean, that kid's going to be an exotic pet, right? It's some, or fur or meat or something. It's so small. Maybe that they're Hopefully waiting. going to be sold as an exotic pet. I, would I don't, I don't know. For more than- well, there's nothing really showing any sort of what... If there is some sort of 1% or people living it well, I don't know where... They, they're not in the area where it is. So I do not know. Um, Because a lot of the game, you're just kind of in these uh, factory uh, slums is the closest you get to a human environment or the factories themselves. They have a a chicken processing factory, and then they have like a poultry farm where the chickens are being raised. So those are the two big industrial set pieces you you kind of investigate. And I still, even on my second playthrough investigating them, I did not fully investigate all those spots because they were a lot more dangerous to interact with. Right. So I still, at the end of the day, even though I tried to get to certain things to try to figure out all the skills, I still didn't get the last two skills that two of my kits needed because, I mean, they each had a skill. One one of them could dig, one of them uh, could... uh, climb things and then the other one could squeeze through like tight areas those were like the little skills and they have upgraded versions which i only got the dangle which is the climb one thing and then they jump into this little ledge and then you pick them up and that's the dangle skill oh nice yeah but i don't know what the others are um what was i saying okay the humans in the games the way they're shown um you kind of get their their story of exploitation because you have people who, like, you have a couple guards who, like, will, like, look at you and, like, chew you off and you run off. You have a couple of people who are hungry and will try to, like, catch you to eat you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the fur who is, I would say, the actual true antagonist. He's very aggressive. He's the guy with the axe, and he's very terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he wants you for your fur. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just shit. Yeah. He, well, he's, he's also really messed up, too. I think... And, like, there's this conflict between the guy who stole your kit and the there's, like, this fisherman guy off on, like, this wharf. And the fisherman guy 
I think has some medicine for something because he has someone who sits in a chair. Are there women in this? No, there are women. Okay. There's a there's women in there too. It's okay. just like and some of these people I'm not sure if they're women or men just because okay. of how like they're just they're walking. Suited up. Yeah, they're suited up, and a lot of them are wearing like breathing masks because mm-hmm. that's another thing that seems to be an issue. Yeah, breathing. Yeah, breathing in a highly polluted area. How where the foxes alive? Um, they seem to be fine. Um, okay. Or they're just used to it. Uh, there's, uh, so, uh, a woman, um, who I think, I don't know exactly her full role, but from what I've seen, so she's like, I met her in the woods and she's like a musician and she sings to you and she'll give you food if you run into her. She's very cool. And then when I got closer into the city center, cause you kind of have these three den areas, you have your original den, which is like a little cave. Mm-hmm. You have your second den, which is getting closer to the human settlement but it's a forest for a while until as a few days pass it starts getting cleared and like lumbered uh milled basically and that's you're inside a a hollowed out old engine of like a plane and that's your second den then your last den's this like big like you know kind of like a jack-in-the-box sign where it has that big bulbous like uh i not icon a mascot head mm-hmm. so it's like a mascot head that's that has like a crack so you can climb in so it's like a fallen sign mascot head thing yeah. that's your final den and so you you run through this musician several times when you get to the final den which is kind of the city slums i talked about um you you witness her like doing a big concert singing thing to the masses of that town like everyone is just sitting there including like there's periodic spots where the person who took your kit like kind of patrols an area and you have to like stay out of his range and he's not in his normal spot he's sitting with his child and they're watching this performance like almost everyone's in that area listening to her performance later in the game like some of the last days of uh the playthrough because this takes place over a matter of probably a little over a month is like day one to day to the last day you play through Mm-hmm. and you you see a bunch of people like rounded up by the care corps folks and then you hear her singing and then you hear a gunshot and then oh. you hear silence oh no so it's a very intense way they tell the human stories without actually telling you what's going on so i think she plays not only just this caring kind person but in a very way she symbolizes a revolution like a a people's voice yes but like i said this is toward the end of the game so this is i i think they do a very good way of showing not just how the animals are affected by corporations and the pollution and the uncaringness of destroying the resources around you they show the effect it really has on the humans and i think that's just very very fascinating and it it really does sink deeply and i think people who might not understand or have trouble uh, i don't i i feel like it's still really hard to anyone who denies climate change or thinks we need to we can't we shouldn't be changing things like anyone who truly believes that that isn't actually like on the higher corporate level stooges i'm sure there are people who still think that way mm-hmm. i i do think people playing this game or even letting kids play this game like with oh, the wow. caveat well not like 
five-year-olds or anything, but like older kids to like get them in the mindset of like, I think it could be used as a good educational tool to show like a modern day prune gully, only more intense and guns. Yeah. (laughs) Or like uh, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, it it was pretty, like, it wasn't graphically violent, but it's like, uh, Susie dies of dysentery. It's like, Mm -hmm. I fucked up there. And then you look up dysentery on the early internet and then get totally freaked out as as an 11-year-old. And then, uh, because you already have anxiety. This isn't something I did at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like. I actually, I, I used to play Amazon Trail. Which is made what? by the same company, yeah, but it takes place in the Amazon. So are you colonizing? No, I it's, I don't <laughs> really remember the storyline. No, you're like, you like just travel through, I think as as a uh, as a First Nations person, because you oh, like fish okay. and you do all this other stuff. And okay. Like, I don't really remember. Kip's like, keep I, in mind, this is 1996. Yeah, Kip, <laughs> Kip is like, I think you were a First Nations person, loads up the game. Oh, they had a slave trade at a minigame. No, we were for sure colonizing. It, uh. it really did. I, I do fairly remember um, people being a little bit more modern in mm-hmm. that game. But the concept is that you travel down the Amazon River and then you can fish and you can like, oh, you're a photographer. And you take pictures of things. But you could die of typhoid fever and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun times, fun times. Okay, um, I'm going to go a little bit into the studio that made it before I go into spoiler sections, mm-hmm. because the last part will be spoiler sections. I'll give people plenty of time to turn off. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, this is made by a very small indie um, studio in Hero Beat, in, in, I'm sorry, in Barcelona, Spain. Oh, oh. Um, oh it, go there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, um, well, go look up Hero Beat Studios. Yep, I'm going to go walk Walk, walk right into in their tiny like, little... Como estas. <laughs> so, um, this was based... Don't be like, get out. Don't be like, um, look, no, no soy americano. No, that's wrong. <laughs> no. Nope. That was incorrect Spanish. I don't know Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah, so the two founders of the game um, met together on a different game project, and then mm. while doing that, they were, like, tossing around an idea, and they're like, oh, this actually could be a viable game. And so they took the big risk of going out mm-hmm. on their own, doing a studio, because Spain doesn't have a huge, like, interest in as a country developing game. So it's a, it's a right. much smaller industry over there versus other places. Yeah. And so Poland they, is kind of booming right now with their Witcher and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Witcher, it, it like a lot of stuff like that with uh, smaller studios who do well, they tend to have like one major game studio, maybe a couple of auxiliaries, but mm-hmm. they tend to be a little bit more unless it's like, this is a, this is an indie developer, so we're not talking about, like, a full giant studio. This is, like, right. a handful of people. Like, the credits only what take, like... The, the studio? Uh, Hero Beat Studios. Um, I'm just looking to see where it is. Nope, not not Best Buy or Target. Not what I want to look for. Um, uh, one of the major interviews where I got, uh, I'll link it, but it was an interview with, uh, Javier Romero, mm-hmm. uh, done by, uh, jgeekstudios.org. Um, and that's where I read most of the stuff where they talk about the behind the scenes. 
But yeah, they talked about basically they created this idea of it together while working on a different project and then they took a swing out on their own and they had to actually take out like personal loans for to like do this game and so it was a big like actual risk to like step away because they've been in smaller studios and AAA studios before so they they took a pretty big risk to make a game that I think is very good and mm. I think has a very important message and I think it's also digestible even though it's rough and kind of harrowing to play and it's sad I'm not saying it's not sad um, I think it is digestible in the fact that you can do like for instance if you don't want your kids to die turn it off reboot the day you can do that kids don't have to die if that's where you draw the line right it's traumatic, and it teaches you a lesson, but I also think it's... Hi, I'm Dan. I like depressing, bittersweet things that have deep messages, but also, like, force you to face harsh realities of the world. Mm-hmm. And that is fine with me. You, you did get obsessed with that Yakuza game for quite a while. Yeah, well, that is a very romanticized version of the Japanese mafia. <laughs> yeah. And we definitely don't talk about the human trafficking as much as they do. Yeah. No, we're just having cool times in karaoke bars and taking care of our host clubs because we, yep, we love our... all the Yakuza did. Yeah, we are very they noble. Totally did not... We're, are you not I'm trying... talking about specific members of the Yakuza. Yeah, we're just uh, taking care of our little host clubs and trying to make sure that everyone's okay. If anyone messes for girls, we'll beat them and then we'll talk to them and give them life advice to hopefully succeed in the world because that's what we do. That does sound like a westernized, romanticized version of the Yakuza. It is the Japanese. <laughs> it is made by a Japanese studio. It really is? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh God, it took, okay. it was, it only came into the U.S. with uh, Yakuza Zero. Got you. Like yeah, that was one of the, the big. It was so bad that some bathhouses still will not let people in if yeah. they have tattoos. Yeah, yeah, like I can't go to Japan and get into every bathhouse. Well, I think they have some for tourists, yes, but anyway. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I know they do. I'm not saying every bathhouse. This but is I'm saying this is not yakuza pod. That's how bad. But I'm I, 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 still obsessed. I, I still yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's it. I'll, I'll just create another podcast where all I do is play through talk all the Yuku and uh, talk about them. You can live stream it on Twitch? I don't have a computer that can do that. Because remember, this laptop is my computer. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta fix the hard drive. Yeah, I don't think even that will be enough to stream. You no, know, I want to get a desktop, but it's uh, not a good time to buy it. Everything's expensive. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. For, because we have limited resources, and we live in a consumer society. Back to the game that I'm talking about, where mm-hmm. uh, consumer societies and um, exploiting nature has caused these things. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was... God, what was I even talking about? Uh, they decided... Um, Yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. So sorry. It's okay. Uh, I told you about... Uh, so another reason they picked foxes is it could be... could They are both predators, but they are also prey to others. Because mm-hmm. they are a smaller predator, so they can be taken out by other bigger animals, especially baby versions, like... One of the uh, enemies in the game is an owl that you have to, like, if there's an owl in the tree, you have to kind of sneak by so he doesn't attack your kids. Right. Yeah, because they're babies. Um, But I 
think the studio has a good, at least, jumping board from what I've heard. Inling has received a lot of good, positive, like, critics. So I don't know how well their sales are. I really hope their sales do well. Uh, I would encourage you, if anyone sounds interested by the game and wants to play it, go ahead and buy it. It's not that expensive. You can get it on pretty much any platform from what I've seen. I played it on the Switch, and I think it was about 30 bucks, which is not bad. Like, because yeah. most games now are like 60 bucks, so a nice little 30 buck thing. Um, yeah. If you have any of your coins, you can toss your coins. Uh, Nintendo has, tier, like, rewards tier coins. Tier Witcher. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so it's it's also a short game. That's, as someone who likes games in the modern-day time period, I very much don't have... I, like, Kip mentioned, oh, you love Yakuza. I have... Two, three games I have not finished because of how long they are. I have them like halfway played through, mm-hmm. put them down, have not come back to them. Mm-hmm. This game, I played twice in a week. Yeah. All the way through. Um, it's about four to five hours, probably. Um, and it's nice, little, sad, fun visuals. Get to be a mama fox taking care of your babies and a depressing landscape. So, you know, um, you know, yeah, we got that hard drive mm-hmm. to expand this laptop, mm-hmm. but like, I I have an extra laptop that is a gaming laptop. Are you offering I can me just, a gaming I laptop? I can just take my hard drive out of it, keep that, because it just runs Kali Linux. Okay. Put the one that you guys got in there, and then I can just give it to you. And oh. if I need it back, I'll just ask for it back. You guys can keep the hard drive. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I probably won't ask for it back, is what I'm saying. Okay, I'll take a free gaming laptop. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring it over next time we come over. Uh, Leave that in. Everyone wants to know about how I'm... Just, I want everyone to know. <laughs> I, I want thought, everyone to I know how generous okay. I am and how great I am. Okay, well, well thank you. I, I will take <laughs> that. I, I did not even realize that I had that laying around. I totally... I, I think totally that's something out. that happens with tech people is like oh you just acquire these things yeah yeah right this thing that's not being used i have every laptop that i've ever owned (laughs) and so i just have like a stack of like seven or eight laptops at home and i forget what's what i use one okay yeah (laughs) um i use my good one (laughs) yeah that makes sense uh so i get a laptop now Um, okay thank you oh and good and we're recycling which We're is good, good for the environment. It's a yeah. it's a 2017 gaming That's laptop. Five, so five, this was really another nice. free laptop. So all my laptops I'm collecting are just free garbage laptops. No Ooh. one wants but me. No, this they're is, this is this no, they're not garbage. They're very good. I don't know. That's kind of garbage. It was well, literally, kidding, this I'm thing kidding, was literally bought to no, be a garbage this, laptop. This, this was is a the laptop that we've recorded every single episode. It's yeah. very it's good. Really good. Don't laptop. shit on my laptop. It's my like free laptop. Now. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. wow. Uh, now thoroughly jinxed it. Now that, <laughs> no, now that we've gone fully off kilter, uh, this will be your stop off. If you are playing the game or have decided, wow, I really want to play this game and don't want spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, you may continue listening if you would like spoilers so you know what you're getting into before you play the game. So and you you're can like, still play it. Yeah, you can still play it. I will say... It's I, one thing to hear about it and another thing to actually play it. I actually do that a lot. Sometimes I'll listen through spoilers of a game that I'm not sure about because I want to know if I actually want to drop the money on it. And if mm-hmm. it sounds really interesting, I will actually go back and drop money. Yeah.
something like that. You can make a better guess about whether you're going to be or not. Yes, or if you have the emotional capacity to this game. Yeah. Right. Okay, so... La la la, get off now, get off now. Spoilers happening, spoilers happening. Sorry, right. podcast. Okay, this so, is it. If you don't want to know what the ending is, pause the, it now and we're gonna, or just end goodbye, it now. I'll see you goodbye, next goodbye. Week. Yeah, see yeah, you see guys you next, next week. week. Now we're gonna go into spoiler bill. We're counting down three, three. two, one, go. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Spoilers. <laughs> In-game spoilers. Uh, so, um, everyone dies. Oh, Not man. really, but oh. yes. Okay, I'm going to talk. That's kind of the spoiler for everything, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone does die. Yeah. So, death is inevitable. Entropy is, is our destiny. Yeah. I'm going to talk about my first playthrough of the game and how it ended and how I felt. And then I'm going to talk about my second playthrough and uh, give some advice if people want the better, better quote unquote. They're both sad endings. Like, it doesn't make it a ton better, but it is a different ending. And It's called the Endling. It, yeah, forever. forever. This is not going to be a happy game. Yeah. No. I was like, ooh, this looks And pitchy. this world is fucked, and they're the only foxes. Mm-hmm. There's no way for it to be happy. Okay, so we're going to they all survive, start the beginning of the end. Right. So the beginning and the end of the game starts when you retrieve your last cub. So... Finally got that stinker back. So... <laughs> so um, you follow through the scent stories following this trapper who's trying to keep his kid alive you've run into the kid a few times she feeds you and it's like like you also run into like a mural of their house before it's destroyed like at one point you do run into their house and she gives you food and you notice a mural she painted and it had dad and her like she's like nine or ten would be my guess it has her dad with a big smile it has her it has like a mother figure yep Yep. And, and then you're sobbing at this point. Um, and <laughs> at another point, you're, like, crawling through the wooded area to find him, and he is just crying near this hollowed-out tree with, like, a picture of a woman on it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And that's that's his wife's burial. <laughs> it's always the mother. It's, yeah. It's always the mother. And then you keep following scent stories, and you can... You know can, why? Because women aren't interesting in stories. Well, I think I that's think why Disney I think kills it, the mom every time. Well, that's a <laughs> ugh, well, we could get into a whole. You could have a whole episode 
on killing off moms and games and storytelling. Let's do it. That's our next episode. No, no, This is Sin in the Corner. We're going to talk about mom deaths in movies. Kip, maybe we should just start a video game podcast. Give me your laptop. We'll stream on Twitch. Pet Parents Go Online. Yep, yep. Pet Parents Twitch, where I just play Yakuza. Um, Anyway. (laughs) There you go. Very animal sense. Very animal. There's a cat feeding game in one of them. Oh, great. There you go. That's our end. That's, <laughs> that's our end. That's the very last one. The Neki Neko's going on. We have to know? play through all of them to get to the sixth one in order to play the cat game. So mm-hmm. buckle up, kids. Buckle up. We're going to get there. We're gonna get the <laughs> goddamn cat game on Twitch. Streaming live. Anyway, um, not the point. Um, the point of the... Okay, so we're not getting off track again. The kid's progressively getting sick through the sense stories. He uh, has tried to, like, get medicine, find her cures. Um, You've seen other humans either attack him for his resources or, like, uh, disregard his request for help at certain points for his kid. Mm -hmm. And then you finally follow and you find him sobbing by that tree again with his coat over the corpse of his daughter. Oh, no. (gasps) (laughs) and he looks at you approach him ready for i don't know what and he looks over at you he looks down at the cage he looks over at his daughter and he just opens the cage and you have an option so one of your only other interactive options is a nuzzle feature Mm -hmm. you nuzzle your kids normally if they get scared or if they're tired you give them a little nuzzle and they're like pick themselves back up and they're good you can do this with humans who are kind to you so oh, you literally have an option to nuzzle him, mm-hmm. and he looks surprised and shocked, and you give him, like, the kindness of, you gave me my kid back, you kept my kid safe, you did steal my kid, which ain't cool. My child. But you just lost your kid. But you're, you're, you're alone. Him, but also, here you go. You're alone in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come back to that section, like, the next day, there's a grave buried for the daughter, and you see the man himself, like, he has an axe through his body. Yeah. So I don't. Here's the thing. The only one he doesn't carry around axes. So I, I personally do not think he committed suicide. No, he was murdered by what's his face. He was murdered by uh, the furrer. Yeah, the name of that character. He didn't have the parts. Yeah, Yeah, or he was just robbing him because this guy's a scavenger. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to axe yourself. Yes. So a. Day or so, from. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're that kid from where the red fern grows, <laughs> it's really hard. who falls on the axe. <laughs> fall, yep, he yep. fell on it. Yes. I mean, anyone. I think. I think anyone can fall on death. an axe. But that's not what you described. No, no. no he no, is leaning up against. It he's leaning like, against the. He's like he's laying on the head. ground. There's an axe oh, in okay. his chest, like yeah. sticking out. Yeah, upwards. Yeah, yeah. I could be. And so uh, unless he like. Fell rolled in the middle over. Of yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure he was attacked because also later in the game, the fur has his uh, long rifle. No, he was definitely. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, he yeah. got. So he got the implication is that the fur. There's easier ways to kill yourself than with an axe. Yes. yes. I mean, there is the, that old phrase, falling on your sword. Yeah, but that was. You know, but whatever. Yeah. Um, we're getting too into the weeds so, of this axe scenario. <laughs> okay, so it's been raining in the game for the last couple of days, and then. Um, you get a day where you're collecting food again and everything's kind of chill. You have like, I think you have a day or two you could possibly explore some areas you haven't explored. But then after that second day, a cutscene happens. Mm-hmm. 
a cutscene happens where you basically uh, your glass den starts collapsing around you and a flood starts sweeping through. Your kits get into a bathtub like boat thingy that the um, the uh, it had it, it belonged to the guy who captured your kit. And he had been wheeling it around and it had broken a few set stories away. It was near your last den. Mm-hmm. And so the kids get in there and then they start getting washed away. You try to approach them. You get knocked out and you get washed away. And you wake up in a desert area. Oh my god. So you're injured. That's another thing. When you get injured, you slow down. Like you cannot run. You cannot attack. You will die. Right. Um, so one thing that is very kind of fascinating is... So you get up and you're injured. So you start, you hear like cries somewhere. The first time I played it, I kind of like wandered and it wouldn't let me dig through. And I couldn't figure out why it's because I was going in the wrong direction, but the sounds were just kind of echoing. So I didn't realize I had to go the other way. So your kits are in this little mud pile and you like fish them out of the mud and you get them onto land and you guys start moving on. And the of all that scene, you just see a trail of people following like on the horizon you just see people walking lined up because something they talked about like one of the themes is not just um not just like uh what what is that um what's that term for refugees because their areas become uninhabitable climate refugees yeah yeah so that's one of their themes so you basically see a line of people just walking because right. they can't exist in the area they are. And so you right, start, because the company burnt everything down. Yeah, it like destroyed everything. And then a flash <laughs> flood wiped out their remaining, and they just have to keep moving. Right. So you start moving on with your kits. And I actually kind of, this last sequence is one of my favorite sequences with your kits, because as you're walking, this is like your last, think of this like your last march. And you're walking through, and the kits, like, start one by one. They'll start, like, getting down. So you go over and you nuzzle them. And this happens several times. It's just kind of peaceful, and you're not really having to, like, run from anything. There's no danger. You're just kind of walking in this desolate wasteland. And Mm -hmm. you spend time with each of your kits going, like, hey, come on. Like, get you up. Come on. Let's go. You can carry one of them at a time. So that's another cool feature. And so you get to have this, like, last march and walk with your kids which is pretty nice yeah then then you there's even the spot you have to like jump over this little gorge and one of your fox babies doesn't jump so you have to jump back pick them up and jump back over because they're like oh i'm too scared mommy i'm scared i can't do it no mommy um (laughs) and so you keep going eventually you'll like pass by this big like desolate like shipwrecked area with like fuselage and stuff and on the top is that fur that I talked about mm-hmm. and he like notices you and that's when you see the big gun that the other man had yeah. so that's the long range rifle that can shoot you and the thing is if you get shot by this it's like one hit kill so you start running and then you you kind of run out of the area and you don't see him for a while so you're, right. you're you continue on your little march and then you start getting close to a place which is this you can see greenery behind it it's this closed off fenced off area which it could be like 
talking to a, a point Heath made, or I forget which one of you, I think it was Heath made earlier, is, yeah. like, maybe they do have gated areas for, like, the 1%, because right. there is this, like, fenced, like, heavily fenced off and fortified area that has greenery behind it. And so you get there, and you... Kip made that point. Yeah, was Kip the one who Did made I? that point? I don't. I don't know that either of us made that point. Anyway, I, Danny, honestly, I think you made that point. Yeah. No, I think I, you guys talked about it because I said I'd never seen any of the rich. I don't know. This, this anyway, remi- this reminds me of that Spider-Man comic book uh, frame where there's mm-hmm. three Spider-Man pointing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. No, no that was a cartoon. That was a scene from a cartoon. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, um, so we all pointed at each we other. Recreated. We've all seen the meme. Okay. Yeah, we, we've seen it. So. <laughs> You start digging in to go through, and at this point, the fur has caught up, like, it's, it's chasing you. You're running, you're, like, digging through, you get one kit through, you get the next kit through, you get the last kit through, and then you start, like, climbing through, and as you're climbing through, he gets a shot off on you. Mm-hmm. And then you drag yourself out, and the thing is, because of how heavily fortified this fence is, and how tiny the hole is, he can't get you. So he... Right. He kills you, but he also can't get his prize either. And you just, the last sounds of humanity you hear is just frustrated knocking at this fence as he, like, has been chasing you the whole game and still, like, all of it was for nothing. And so you're walking through, you're injured, you're lit. I will say when I played this part, I had the volume up, and uh, that bit Mama Fox makes some really sad sounds the entire ending part. Rue kept looking up, like, what the fuck is that? What's going on? I'm like, go. TV, TV, TV. Go back to sleep. So it it is a very convincing, sad sound. Mm-hmm. And so you start walking forward, limping forward. Your kids follow you, and they're around you this time. Instead of just trailing behind you, they're, like, flanking you. Uh-huh, right. yeah, because they're worried. And then uh, the later part, like, as you walk a few steps, your, like, hind legs give out, and you're just dragging your hind legs. God. And then finally you lay down, and your little kit, like, nuzzles your head, and you, like, nuzzle back, and then finally your your head lulls, and the mama fox dies. Son of a bitch. And the kits will lay with you while the credits roll. Um, and then as the credits finish, you're in this nice green oasis. You got them out of danger. You got them out, and then they move on on their way. And that is technically the quote-unquote bad ending, or maybe just the alone ending is how I would phrase it. Right. Because the second ending is, let's rewind, back to the game. I mean, the mom's gonna die. The mom's gonna die, yeah. The mom's... The mom has to die. The mom has to die. The whole thing is you're trying to prepare the kids for living without her. Yes. So they need those skills. Mm -hmm. And so we... Back to the game. Second playthrough. Dan is not afraid as much of everything around them. They mm-hmm. have realized that, well, I'm going to die. Or might as well see more of this game and not be afraid. And there is no survival, so extinction is forever. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Let me get these kids some skills. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore, see some more visual storytelling. Because, like, for instance, that uh, concert where the singer had all the people. See that in my first playthrough. I only got that in my second, because I'm like... avoided stuff too much? Yeah, because I was like, oh, there's a lot of people over there. I'm not going fuck over there. That's... Ooh, people. Am I an idiot? No, I gotta get my kids alive. Gotta avoid those humans. <laughs> They're all bad. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I realized there was a badger in there. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna figure out this badger. Uh, save the badger from the trap. And then I saw the badger again in the forested area, rescued the kit, and then 
Um, so I had access to one of these, but I didn't realize if I had saved the Badger's kit, um, I continue to get these shortcuts called Badger's Dens. I only had one at that point because I had helped them out of the trap, so I had access to the main one. There's like three or four others that, because I rescued the kit, I had all these shortcuts. So it also made it easier, and sometimes when I was being chased, I just go into a badger hole. Right, and also, you made an ally, so... I made an ally, yeah. So, so they're like, okay. Yeah, you're my friend. You're okay with... We're okay with you being in there. And most of the time, if you transport near the badger's den, there's food nearby, really close. And occasionally, they would just leave food out. That's nice. Yeah. And so when you get to your third den, the badger's actually dens with you. The badger and her kit den with you. That's nice. So you wake up every day, and you see the badger, you see the kit. Yeah, we're friends now. Yeah. Gotta, yeah stick together stick because together. this is a terrible place. Yeah. So we're, we're single moms. Get through. Uh-huh. And it makes sense. if you wait till around sun sundown is when you have to return to your den, normally the badger shows up and drops a berry, so it's like, okay, some extra food there every night. Sweet. And it, it works out very well. Um, okay, so we cut to the ending. Tragic human death. We've got our kit. Rain. When the flood happens, the badger and the kit go get trapped on different rounds. Similar ending. You wake up. And you rescue from the mud, you start your walk. As you pass through the walk, you see the badger and her kit. Her kit did not survive the flood. And so she's just sitting there bawling over her kit. Yeah. It, it's sad. We People from Barcelona are fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't go there. Well... This is literally a game that was meant to show the horrors of... There's just of... a few people, so unless you go hunt down that game company. It's literally eight minutes from where I'm going. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I googled it. I was like, they are funny. eight minutes away. Uh, if, you, if you run into them, say, good game. My friend likes your game a lot. We did a podcast on it. Muy bueno. Oh, Gracias. boy. I, wow, I, I don't think that is good. Um, okay, so... Um, you continue walking um, a little bit after you see the first time you run into the fur and the gun. And moving on. You see in the background, you see the badger mom has moved on. She's like going ahead of you. Yeah. Right. You get to the wall, same tragic ending. You get shot, you're digging out. But on the other side, digging also is the badger. Oh. So then you get out, your, the mama fox dies, but the mama badger is there. And the mama badger waits the kits to finish the credit morning because yeah. it only takes the span of a credit scene to mourn your loss of your mother. Yep. Yep. And then you go. realize you're tiny little vulnerable cubs and you can't just stay by her body forever. Yep. And so the badger chirps They're them. a month old. Yep. They're about a month old. Yep. And so the badger chirps and you guys go and then they go off with the badger mama. So the badger mama has lost her baby but has gained the babies of the foxes Poor. and the the four, four foxes. Cubs. And the cubs have lost their mom, but they go off with the badger, and in solidarity, they face the unknown wilds ahead of them. Yeah. And I think that is a little bit nicer, because at least there's an That's adult a lot watching nicer. them. At least there's an adult. Yeah. They have a lot better chance, because yeah. they're only a month old. And, I mean, that's They actually... can still get killed by owls at that age. Yes. And they can have a place, like, badgers can dig up dens, so yeah, they'll have and a place to Yeah, badgers are big and easily scare off owls and, and stuff. Isn't there a story about a fox and a badger who will hunt together or something? Probably, I don't know. They, I saw a meme. 
I think you know, there was a fox waiting by a drain, uh-huh. and then a badger, badger comes came, out, and then they and they go into the drain together, yeah, like buddies, yeah. But so, it was like real life, yeah. So I think I mean that's not that surprising, yeah. They was, they stay in the same habitats, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense that they buddy up together. Yeah, and they're not that, like enemies based on what they eat and stuff, really. So yeah, no, they're both omnivorous. Yeah, so. they could they could but be buddies. Yeah, I could see that. So. Um, that's my thoughts on Endling, and oh, that is a I, lot happier, even though it's it's, it's still, yeah. um, so stupidly too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a waste that, that uh-huh. I think, and, and he should have realized he wasn't going to be able to get her anyway. So don't kill her. Desperation, and uh, that, I think that, but also that's the point of the game to drive home how much of a waste it is. Yeah, to use the resources and discard them. And, it's only for her, like, for maybe he used her meat, but mainly it's for her. Yeah. Like, it's such when a superficial... When he knows that this is almost extinct. I know. It, because I they're mean, the de- world's so screwed up that yeah. they're like, well, there's no point anyway. Yeah, there's no point. It's the desperation. But the thing is, like, you can, like, as the kind humans you did run into, you can choose to make your world a little kinder. Yeah. There are choices you can yeah, make. You, you don't have to kill all the animals. You don't have to go into depravity. You can choose to like come together as a group and like take care of each other, because yeah. that that is something like that was shown throughout, even with the humans. It's like they did kind of like join together in their own little thing, and they were broken up by the corporations. And of course, you have the people who are just trying to like make their ends meet. But I mean, most mm-hmm. of them are. But yeah, yeah. The people with the flamethrowers. That was at the very beginning of the game. I know, but... They were hired. What are they even being paid to do that? Because, burn, burn the... Yeah, but, but you're going to have to move. Like, if they live in that area, you're, they, what you're they, doing no, now... No, that was the forest. That was, like, a national park. Okay. Like, one of the early signs did point out it was a national park. Okay. And well, so... Well, I feel like it still leads to, if you live nearby, this is going to lead to you having to leave. Yeah, probably. So, but... Okay. It jobs. It creates. It's a factory that will create jobs. Don't you need jobs? Not if you're destroying everything. Well, it sounds to me that you're anti-job market and you want everyone to have unemployment. Um, I, I'm being devil because that's anti care. Uh, care Care for yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, it's a game that I think tackles the subject of humans' involvement with. Um, the environment and the individual's level versus the corporation's level versus what it is to be an animal in a world that you have very little control of. And it does it in a very genuine, thoughtful way. And I think it's very digestible if you can handle the depression. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're ready for um, sadness to obliterate your chest, then yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Would totally recommend... Um, and you know, it, there are yeah. some people that actually evoke sadness because they want to feel sad. I yeah. actually didn't know that. Yeah, my, I had, that. My friend Richard came over and he was like, I want to cry like a baby today. Let's watch Up. And we, he came over and we watched Up. And we both cried like several times. And it was it was like a fun hangout. It was a fun hangout process. Was he like emotionally okay before that? And he just wanted to feel I did, something or I didn't. you know what? I don't cry. Okay. Which I, makes me a great I didn't person. ask. <laughs> I literally don't ask. I just I'm a very yes and person. Yeah. So when someone comes up to me and they're like, I wanna do XYZ and I'm like, No questions asked, let's go. My only concern <laughs> is like, were you not feeling things and that's 
You wanted to feel something? That's my concern. Mm -hmm. Well, he's fine now, so no worries. Okay. He didn't want to cry. He wanted to be happy. Uh, I don't know. I think there is a weird comfort in media. And, like, for instance, I've recently been rewatching a bunch of disaster movies, which are, to me, that is a very comforting thing for me to watch. It keeps me calm. It makes me happy. It fills me with a... (laughs) No, they're trash movies. They make no scientific sense. They're garbage. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are garbage. A lot of them are garbage. Wait, what was it? I missed it. Disaster films. I've been rewatching a ton of disaster mm-hmm. films. I watched Day After, Day After Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow is real solid. We've talked about Day After Tomorrow. I watched yeah. Twister. That was Day After Tomorrow is one of the only ones that I had seen because there's a lot of disasters I haven't seen. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, Dan realized. I know. She continued watching Twister, realized I hadn't seen Twister ever. It, we were 15 it. minutes in. I could have restarted That's it. That's fine. There's a reason I haven't seen most of these disaster movies. Twister is solid, though. No, it is. It is. Twister I realized is... as we started to watch it, and I actually wanted to watch it, but I wasn't sure that I wanted Want to, to not watch... fall asleep or whatever. Okay. So that's why I didn't make you start it. That's why I thought he was going to bed. So I'm like, I'm just going to rewatch Twister. He'll leave. He doesn't like disaster movies because that's. No, but it was a good one. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look, the signs are out there. I do enjoy them. Don't ask me why I enjoy them, but they bring me comfort and I rewatch them. There's a lot of yeah. garbage movies that you do like, so it's fine. Trash movies are fun. You ever see Birdemic? No. That sounds terrible. I actually I saw the MST3K version of Birdemic, and that. Oh my god. MST3K turns every awful film into just pure That's because they're funny commentary over the film. Their profession. Yeah, Um, they created a weird profession on public access television. But there's something just really entertaining about a bad movie in general. Like, the movie Mars Needs Moms. I love that movie. It's it got canned like it got pulled from theaters because it was so because nobody wanted to watch it like mm-hmm. bombed hard. And I went and I saw it. Yeah, it's, it's like a CGI. Yeah. It was yeah. the, the, during the. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm just aware it of its existence. Oh, it's, is it the '80s? No, no, no. It oh. came out. It's a CGI film. Yeah, it's fully. It's like um, Polar <gasps> Express. Right. In the that's like the Mars the moms in the world and then like this kid goes after his mom or something yeah it came out in 2011 i forgot dude oh, geez, it was... got canned but i went to see it because it because <laughs> it had a reputation for being a bad movie mm-hmm. and it is so visually stunning i don't know why people don't like this movie uh, i literally bad. don't know you why you watched it I, I I could probably watch it again and still enjoy it. I'm okay. sure the plot so is awful, like... but it, like it is so beautiful. The film, like I don't even know. Well, it came out in 2011. I will forever stand and die by the core, which that the movie. core. We've that, talked about. Yeah, this we've too, talked yeah. about this on yeah. the pod. It's, I, it's not so a good. Great. It is scientifically horrible. Yeah. Like the no. only thing they get right is the makeup of the planet. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, it's got shelves and magma chambers. And it's very dated. While I was watching that with you, you t- you said it was okay, which <laughs> is high praise from a normal person. Yeah. Yep. You tolerated its existence. I, I just, did tolerate it. I also showed you uh, Deep Blue Sea, and that was pretty okay, right? I found it entertaining. I had problems with it, obviously. Well, yes. There's always problems. That's yeah, a shark movie. I liked that they didn't kill the chef. 
Yes. Yeah. That's you, the thing about... But no, I had problems with it. Bad mm-hmm. movies and movies in general is that you have to suspend disbelief. Belief. Yeah. And just go... Cause, cause I the, could do that to an extent, but then there's certain parts where it's just, like, so stupid. So we're getting off... <laughs> This is not at all related. In conclusion... We always end up talking about movies somehow. Yeah. yeah. In um, conclusion, do not burn forests. Burn do- the rich. The rich that are a problem. <laughs> uh, you know, the ones that are doing damage to our planet and hurting other people and animals. Burn the rich and then take their wealth and distribute it amongst the rest of the people. Nobody needs a billion dollars. No. Why? <laughs> but on a smaller scale, if Except you... No, I'm talking about burning the people themselves. Can, you can do that. He can have a billion dollars, because that was very I guess cool. I'm not advocating for murder officially. So... For legal reasons. For legal reasons. So... But they're bad people. So something you can do is uh, buy a video game to help a small (laughs) studio to maybe continue to make cool, thought-provoking games like this. Well, it's the system we live in. It's, it's again, vote with your dollar and buy from the small coming game companies yeah. like that company that made journey that they blew up mm-hmm. you know the one um celeste yeah. celeste yeah. celeste was done by mostly i think mm-hmm. brazilian animators mm-hmm. yeah i mean it would be nice to see these nice little indie game yeah. companies succeed more yeah so yeah. it's please help them out uh, play a sad fox game fuel mm-hmm. something for the environment if yeah. you don't already uh experience uh i heard there's this really cute little space game that's coming out from a very small studio you guys uh-huh. probably haven't heard of it the game's called starfield i'm really yes, excited you about talk it. about it yes i know it's i know the studio is so so small and no one's ever heard of it like uh-huh. and no one knows what bethesda is I no. mean, what even is a bethesda but starfield you know just i'm really looking forward to it well i'm glad i'm also <laughs> looking for the happy squid game get to ink a bunch of stuff in Splatoon by the very small game company known as Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard no. about them. No. What is it? Nin- Nintendo. How do you spell that? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. They really that? are they, running out of game like company to names. That one? Yeah, that <laughs> one. It is by the same team who makes Animal Crossing the Splatoon. It doesn't do updates even though... It, so, Animal Crossing New Horizons was like, you know, you can go visit other people's islands. And they, uh, so he, it sounds like flow. He, yeah. they literally updated this Animal Crossing way more than they've ever supported any yeah, other I know. Animal I know, Crossing. I know, this is the only Animal any Crossing other game, that I've ever you? played. But. Maybe well, no, game, Splatoon gets a lot of updates. Splatoon is the their golden child. Uh, it happens. Look, they haven't made a new Pikmin in years, so like we we can talk about Nintendo's. Hold on, they, they did do a Pikmin app that plays exact. It's like Pokemon Go. It's a walking. App. I know that's not a Pikmin game. Pikmin. <laughs> it works for Pokemon. Okay. It works for Pokemon. That's not. I want a real game from Pikmin. But anyway, um. Anyway, this is not a gaming podcast. This is not a gaming podcast. This is a special gaming episode brought to you by Dan's love of murder foxes. No, I like. I was playing a mama fox. I got us out. I know. I think it has a. For that mama fox skip. I. I Even was just a mama telling fox. you the story, like I could see it in my mind's eye, like I was yeah. there, like I was almost crying. <laughs> yeah, it was. It is a good story. It's a good game. Mm. Check it out. 
probably won't do many game episodes, but if there's one I can manage to do... It was, like, the spirit of, uh, you know, how we feel about things in the podcast, so yeah. it's relevant. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like Stray is getting a lot of love, yeah. so, like, check out... It, it, it's less depressing, so, yeah, probably. It's love a kitty cat. Not gonna, not gonna play this game. Everyone loves uh, Foxes. Personally. Come on. Yeah, I, I tried to talk Foxes, Heath into it. Get out it. of our podcast. I think this is also, I was trying to talk Keith into playing the game. I knew he wouldn't play it, so then this is me at least telling him what happens in the game. I, I would rather see a, a ton of people die instead of these two foxes, please. Okay. No. So you're good We're talking about a for... fictional landscape, I just want this to be is, clear, because these yes. are all fake, and I'm not saying to murder a bunch of humans instead this, of a few foxes. This is all anyway, in Roblox, right? Yeah, these, what? In Roblox, right? This is what you're talking about. Kill people in Roblox. I don't... What? Roblox. Roblox. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. Is it, don't play don't, it's, the joke is because people used to say on Minecraft, but people start going like, ah, we know what you're saying. So Roblox is more obscure of a game than oh. Minecraft. So okay, yes. well, it's too obscure for me. Yes. Roblox I, I now have to explain. It is very, I do not know it. A lot of the, I know. It's an I interface for kids. Okay, we're well we're, of Roblox. Anyway, yes, we're wrapping up. I... If you want to do a game that will tear your heart out, play this one. What is it called again? Endling. Uh, Endling. You asked me why I take a drink. Yep, (laughs) while you're taking a drink. Yep. Endling Um, Extinction is is forever. If you want a TLDR, it's like The Last of Us with boxes. Yep. Yep. Except without someone else making anyway. And it's foxes, so it's worse, in my opinion. It's worse. Yes. It's more sad. Uh Yeah, that's exactly Because it's also closer to reality than fungus zombie monsters. Yep. I do love that cordyceps are the cause of the zombies. Yes, no, it's a very very good zombie thing. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. I'm a big fan of mushrooms. Yes, it's good. No, it's good. The fungi zombies are great. It's scary as fuck. They are. They're so scary. Okay, so Heath, where can people find us? They can find us on PetParentsPod.com. Uh, you should tell your friends and family who like animals about us. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. The permalink for our Discord is on our other socials. And uh, you can also email us if you have any, I guess, questions, suggestions, comments, concerns at, uh, <laughs> at burnspot at gmail.com. As always, we will continue to get better in the hopes that our kits will survive when we're not there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, don't have hopes and dreams. The world oh is my ending. God. Bye, everybody. Uh, goodbye. We'll have better, happier episode next week, maybe. Bye. We gotta bring it up again. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's find a topic. Oh, Jesus. Post it in the Discord if you have a suggestion. Bye. Happy topics. Bye. <laughs>